cool fact, actually a really, really interesting fact, is that it is not in men's nature to be violent. It is in our nature to have empathy. Soldiers are not born, they are conditioned. It makes you wonder about the argument of nature versus nurture and how much of nature comes to play versus nurture in human development. Science and psychology of all kinds is the gift that just keeps on giving. Psychotic is not the same as psychopathic. When we think of a psychopath, we may think of someone who is outlandish or cuckoo, someone like Jeffrey Dahmer, Ted Bundy, John Wayne Gacy, serial killers in general. Nowadays, we just call everyone a psychopath because it seems that everyone is, is on dope and we often associate being profoundly immoral with that of being a psychopath, which could be correct, but not all psychopaths are evil. You have probably crossed paths with one of your, with a psychopath, your neighbor, may be harboring psychopathic traits, but to a lesser degree than serial killers and others in the same psychological vicinity. And when we think of psychosis, also known as psychotic disorder, we may think of that as only being a way to describe the person who is deemed as being a psychopath. Psychosis and psychopathy are not the same. Psychosis is a mental illness with, with disturbances to thought and loss of clear perception of reality while psychopathy is the absence of empathy, detached, detachedness, and callousness. Psychopathy in itself is not truly recognized as a disorder by itself in the DSM-5. It is a subtitle under antisocial personality disorder. Impulsivity, failure to plan ahead, irritability, aggressiveness, reckless disregard to others, lack of remorse, and things of that nature are the manifestations of psychopathy the subtype of antisocial personality disorder. For example, Ted Bundy, he was a psychopath. He had the abnormal social behavior. He was violent. And on top of that, I believe that he was already suffering from some type of chronic mental illness. He was also a sexual sadist. He enjoyed embarking on high risk um, journeys for self-gratification. He probably did not feel sorry for any of the people he hurt, because if he did, he would not have continued to commit these crimes. Maybe he understood that what he was doing was completely wrong on so many levels, but he was so impetuous and abnormally ill-tempered that it took control of his common sense and understanding of common human decency. Psychosis is somewhat temporary, but it could also be transient, a brief step over. It is a symptom that many may experience if they have had a pre-existing disorder like schizophrenia. And if psychosis is just left bare and untreated for a certain amount of time, then there is the possibility of the psychosis becoming more intense with hallucinations and delusions. I find it amazing how mysterious mental illnesses are because every illness, although categorized with a certain um, amount of symptoms, there is still a lot more that may be undiscovered and Every illness affects everyone differently. And then what do you think is, and then what you may think um, bipolar is, it could really just be major depressive disorder. I think that when it comes to psychologists and therapists diagnosing a problem, it seems to me that it would be most difficult because of how precise, clear, and knowledgeable you must be about the diagnosis of psychological disorders. You wouldn't want to diagnose someone who was actually suffering from major depressive disorder with schizophrenia. 
because it can have severe and serious consequences on their health and may cost them their lives. I don't think I ever really thought about all the hard, precise work that goes into diagnosing someone accurately, because with one slip up, it could ruin lives. It's just like for a doctor, I feel like maybe doctors are a bit, it's a bit more hectic to diagnose patients compared to like therapists and psychologists. Because if you are a doctor and you have a patient who may be experiencing symptoms of depression or, but really it could be something else, or maybe depression is just not the only thing they're dealing with and then that's the only thing you treat and then the other, the other symptoms get worse. You see, with being a doctor, it just seems like a whole crazy experience. Psychopaths would have an abnormally thin amygdala. The amygdala is responsible for some emotion-related functions. And if the abnormality of the amygdala is said to be something that many psychopathic serial killers may have, then it is understandable why some of them are impulsive and they don't fear and they are apathetic. The problem that is janky is the fact that they decided to kill in the first place even if it was not a conscious decision. It is that want for a thrill-seeking high, the ultimate high, which is why psychopaths tend to seek and find pleasure doing reckless and mad things. Psychosis is the umbrella term for the mentality of someone who is losing their grip on reality. Psychopathy is the personality disorder that they may exhibit with the lack of empathy. The perception of psychotic people being immoral is a bit floppy. For example, serial killers may have psychotic episodes, but the large sum of individuals who are psychotic are not exactly immoral. They're just actively contributing members to society. But generally speaking, the term psychopathy is not normally what is used to describe those who have no empathy for anything or any being, and they are normally um, those who commit crimes. Psychotic people and psychopaths can and might pose a danger, but it is often experienced and seen at different levels, whether you think someone you see who is behaving odd is psychotic or a psychopath. It is always best to just not create assumptions, because then every time you recognize someone else as exhibiting odd behaviors, you may keep assuming they are cuckoo. Sometimes it is best to just not judge something that we do not know about or experience personally. It is something that we are all guilty of and it is normal. But sometimes we should not be afraid of or shy away from what we do not know or understand. And I know that is easier said than done. The point is that we should try to get to know each other first before we start whipping out harsh judgment. Sometimes attacking situations mainly um, new situations with an open mind can allow us to truly understand new ideas and ways of being, as well as challenge our own beliefs, our own thoughts and actions that we currently have been harboring. In my next episode, I'm going to revisit the topic of body shaming and weight shaming and how those harmful words tend to appear in our everyday vocabulary. So stay tuned for that. To end this podcast, I will say a quote, seeing the world through an open mind and open heart can be so liberating sometimes. Don't criticize what you don't truly understand. Thank you for lending your ear. Adios.